Hello everyone, welcome back to the Tar Heel Prescription, a student-run podcast here at the UNC School of Medicine. My name is Peter, and I'm one of your co-hosts. And my name is Abdul. We've had a lot of fun developing our foundation phase and specialty series, and today we are so excited to kick off our Navigating Medicine series with the Masters in Public Health program and some fellow Tar Heels, Faris and Jolene. Thank you both so much for being here. If you would, please tell us a little about yourselves and what you do. Thank you. So yeah, my name is Faris. I am a fourth year medical student at UNC. I um, recently completed a MPH dual degree. Um, I am now applying into neurology residency. Um, today's actually the day that ERAS opens up to program, so fingers crossed, everyone. Um, a little bit about myself. I am uh, of Palestinian Turkish descent. Uh, my parents are from each of those countries, and then I uh, grew up in Greensboro, North Carolina, where I also did my undergrad at UNCG before coming over here for medical school. Um, hi, everyone. Um, my name is Jolene Hartheimer. Um, I just finished up my application phase third year in Asheville at the Mayhack Longitudinal Campus, which I really enjoyed. And I'm just starting my MPH. I'm about a month and a half in right now, um, which is exciting. Um, I'm planning on applying into family medicine when I'm done with the MPH, focusing on women's reproductive health, gender affirming care, and substance use. Um, and a little bit about me, I'm originally from New Jersey. I actually went down south to college at the University of Alabama. I um, actually studied chemical engineering, so I've made oh, wow. a little bit of a shift into public health, but I'm really enjoying getting to learn more about qualitative research and all different types of like community-based participatory methods of research. Um, and I'm very excited for what this year will bring. Thank you both for being here. Excited to begin this discussion. To dive right in, uh, can you guys tell us a little bit more about the focus of an MPH degree and the logistics of the MPH program here at UNC in terms of timeline, classes, emphasis, etc.? Sure. So um, MPH at UNC is really interesting because they offer a program that's concentrated just for um, clinicians, medical students. So that concentration is called population health for clinicians. Um, it's an accelerated program. So uh, you get your degree within 11 months to a year. And typically uh, for medical students, we start our fourth year, uh, take a few electives, and then begin our MPH Um and then return to fourth year to finish up medical school. Um, the subjects that you explore during this concentration are vast. I'll just run through a few different things that we studied. Um, so we have, there's epidemiology course, uh, health policy, um, a prevention course. There's a course in like statistics uh, using the program known as STATA. Um, and then there's like uh, several opportunities to do different electives to explore different areas of public health that you're interested in. So, for example, I took an elective in my second semester in like nutrition and food science, which was really fun. Um, and then I wanted to learn a little bit more about health policy. So I took a second course in health policy. Um, so all of that's really wonderful. And then you conclude your MPH with a master's paper, um, which is due at the end. Um, and then just briefly to speak on the second semester, there's also something called the master's practicum, which is different from the thesis, which took me a, a few months to grasp. Um, but in that practicum, you basically submit two different quote unquote deliverables, um, which can range from a variety of uh, items. So for me, I did a scoping review on a paper subject um, and then also did a presentation on the findings from that paper. Could you expand a little bit on the practicum as well as the thesis that you have to do towards the end? Yeah, sure. So um, during the practicum that starts in your second semester, during the first semester, you're encouraged to start thinking about what you want to, like any any area of public health that you want to explore a little bit further. Um, 
So for me, I was interested in the intersection between neurology and public health, but I was also interested in global health. So I ended up doing a deep dive sort of into neurologic health disparities in Peru. So come the beginning of the second semester, we all sort of look for mentors. Um, so I found a neurologist here at UNC who had done previous work in Peru in, in global health. So that was perfect for me. That's uh, Dr. Monica Diaz, shout out. So she was wonderful and she just sort of helped guide um, how to go about uh, choosing different practicum deliverables. Um, so yeah, I, as I mentioned, I did a scoping review on that subject and then created a presentation summarizing those findings. So that's all due at the end of the spring semester. Um, once the spring semester ends, you enter sort of like a summer session, which is essentially just time, free time carved out to just focus on writing a master's paper subject. Um, so for me, I did a systematic review. People do a variety of different master's uh, papers. Some will travel to another country and do a project and then oh, wow. write like a reflection on that project. Um, others are more just like literature review, systematic review type of uh, material work. Um, so yeah. Um, I had a really great time doing that. It was like my first opportunity to sort of spearhead like a research initiative, um, which was challenging, but also very rewarding at the end. Um, so my paper was on um, a systematic review on the prevalence of transverse myelitis in Latin America, which I had not known anything about that disease before writing <laughs> that paper. So that was a great opportunity to just like pick a subject and dive deep down into understanding it and um, exploring like those crossovers with public health. That's awesome. And you've talked a lot about kind of like what you did during uh, your MPH. I'm curious, kind of like your personal journeys to getting an MPH. Jolene, I know you're just starting up and Fadisi just finished. So what general advice would you give students who are on the fence about deciding to pursue an MPH here at UNC? Yeah, I was super on the fence and was wavering a lot. Um, I was also between specialty choices. So I was taking AIs in both OBGYN and family medicine um, right in a row. So I was also getting kind of burnt out by the clinical side of medicine and was also thinking about how I can form parts of my career that might not be entirely clinical and form a skill set to use later on um, as well. Also, unfortunately, some of the scholarship information doesn't come out till quite close to the enrollment deadline, so that might impact some students' um, decisions as well. But I would encourage you, if you're interested at all, um, just to apply by December so that you're eligible for scholarships, and then you have like months to decide. And I would just encourage you to talk to as many people as possible. I talked to a lot of students that um, are in Ferris's year, and they were very helpful for giving me um, advice about the program. And then also talking to some people who are a little later in their career who have MPHs um, was also very helpful because people are doing a variety of things and in integrating public health and medicine um, in different ways. Yeah, I also went through sort of a similar journey where I was curious about the MPH um, and I just needed to know a little bit more before committing to it. So I spoke to lots of doctors I worked with, some who had MPHs. I asked them, you know, how was this applicable to your clinical practice and work outside of like clinical settings, um, which was very informative. I also had uh, a doctor I worked closely with on my family medicine rotation who told me he always wanted to go back to school and do an MPH, but then life hits you and you just get really busy after residency. So he like strongly encouraged me if this was something I wanted to pursue, like do it while I'm still in school and still have sort of that studious drive in me. So um, that was another driving factor as well. Besides that, um, like I was in my, so I was originally class of 2022. So 
Um, iconically, we were the class that got pulled out of our clinical rotations at the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, so that alone just sort of like uh, like exposed the whole world to like public health issues, which I think a lot of people hadn't considered prior. Um, so I was definitely curious to like, explore those subjects further. And then I also like didn't really commit to neurology until maybe the very beginning of fourth year. So by the time I was thinking about MPH, I wasn't even fully committed. And like once fourth year rolls around, you really only have a few months before applying to uh, residencies. So I just, I think, wanted more time to sit with that decision, which MPH was perfect because I got to think about neurology, explore it from like a different perspective. And it was great because it just uh, was reaffirming of my decision to to go into that field. Outside of school, MPH is busy. I wouldn't say it's as challenging as medical school in terms of the amount of time that you are working around the clock, but it's challenging in a different sense. You are expected to write lots of papers. Um, however, there is other opportunities for downtime. Um, so like I use that year to get married. Um, Congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and yeah, uh, some of my classmates got to travel. Um, so if you are, uh, I kind of joke around with people outside of school where I say, you know, medical school is tough when you go and pursue a different degree to take a break <laughs> from medical school. Um, but again, I don't want to downplay the rigor of MPH. It was definitely challenging. Um, and I learned so much from that year. Yes, but I would echo it is nice to be able to take more time to explore parts of yourself that aren't just in medicine in lots of ways. So, As you were just saying, it's important to take time to focus on yourself as well. So it seems like the MPH gives you a good chance to explore your interests, but at the same time regroup your thoughts and, and kind of think about other aspects than just medicine. But as you were mentioning, not to take down from the rigor of the MPH program here at UNC, we know that the Gillings School of Public Health is pretty up there. I think number two in the nation, um, if I'm not mistaken. What would you say makes the MPH program at UNC unique from your experience or from what you have heard? Um, I will say I do really appreciate being in a cohort of people who are all clinicians. And um, in our class, we have about eight to 10 preventative medicine residents, which I didn't even realize was a specialty. Um, but they actually get in Masters of Public Health as part of that specialty. And I feel like just being able to be in the same room as those people and hear from their experiences has really enriched my degree in general. And then I can't speak to other schools of public health, but I do really enjoy the range of experiences our faculty come from. Um, some of my professors are political scientists and lawyers. Um, and some of them do global health work all over the world. So I think UNC does a really good job of both having a bit of a North Carolina local focus if you want to do work in that way, but also having so many other areas. Something I learned recently is that actually the Department of Environmental Engineering is in the School of Public Health. So if you're interested in things like environmental health, I actually have a friend getting her PhD um, researching water quality and how it affects the health of people in the Black Belt of Alabama. So there's a really diverse array um, of interests you can pursue at UNC. Yeah, I would I would second that. The UNC MPH program offers so many different opportunities to explore various fields of public health. The uh, faculty were all like super experienced in their fields um, and also come from various different backgrounds, which I think is really important for learning. Um, and then, yeah, in the population health for clinicians concentration, um, not only are you with like a number of UNC students who go into the program. I think my class had like 30 of us who were all who all started medical school together. So that was really nice. 
Um, there was a number of residents um, from different fields. We had a general surgery resident, um, several preventative medicine residents, someone who was in pediatric dentistry residency. So just that uh, opportunity to work with people who are a little bit further in their careers um, was also really special. And then I would just also add that the uh, Gilling School of Public Health has lots of courses that involve like group work with your classmates, with, which I think is really important for um, learning qualities such as leadership, communication, um, and teamwork. Um, so that was really wonderful because um, there's a course that you take in the, in the first semester and it actually continues all the way until the end of the second semester um, where you work on papers together, you create a project idea, and just how much time is put into working together as a team by the end of it. Um, we had formed really close bonds. We like celebrated by um, just going out and um, doing one of those escape rooms, which I hadn't done before. So, <laughs> so yeah, you just get to really develop like um, some solid friends through the program as well, which is really wonderful. So you both kind of talked about the opportunities that exist within the School of Public Health through getting your MPH and kind of what you can do with it. I'm curious what you can do with it moving forward. So looking into the future after residency, after you become an attending, how do you guys imagine um, taking your MPH and implementing it into your future practice? Um, so I am still figuring this out as I'm starting my MPH year. Um, but what I wrote about in my essays when I was applying and what I hope to do is to work as a family medicine um, physician working really closely with communities. Um, I grew to really love federally qualified health centers that I got to work with um, throughout my third year, specifically Blue Ridge Health in Western North Carolina, which was the first migrant health clinic in the country. And I was just really blown away by the innovative work um, that they do. Um, and they're self-pay and free to a lot of patients, especially undocumented people who have a really hard time finding quality health care. So I'm hoping to work at an FQHC, um, potentially in a leadership role or just running um, community programs in the future. Very cool. On my end, um, I've already uh, just sort of tried to build off of the work I started in MPH. So um, my master's thesis, I'm working with my mentor to continue developing that into something that will be publishable, hopefully. And I see myself just continuing to do similar work in terms of uh, conducting further clinical research into residency, um, but also um, using the skills I've acquired to insightfully conduct um, global health projects. So I've had some prior experiences with uh, some medical collaborations in Haiti. I definitely uh, am curious to do uh, further things um, uh, just exploring like neurology and public health and other countries that face neurological health disparities. Um, so yeah, that's where I see myself implementing this. Um, uh, more broadly, um, we got lots of practice um, doing critical appraisal of published literature. Um, and I think the MPH has better prepared me um, to just uh, more insightfully incorporate published literature into my clinical practice. It's not as simple as just looking something up in PubMed and going with those, whatever recommendations are in the first article that you pull up. Yeah, they wrote it down, so we'll just take exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So it definitely makes you, uh, like the whole program makes you more uh, skilled at like critically appraising which literature has bias and what levels of bias are in each of those papers. What are these papers actually recommending? Um, and how relevant are these findings to my actual clinical practice? So I think that's a skill that I will use for the rest of my career. That's incredible, guys. Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you. 
you mentioned earlier again about how you can use some time to have fun and you know enjoy your time during MPH. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about uh, some of your favorite parts of the MPH program here at UNC? Yeah. So, are you saying like outside of uh, the program, <laughs> or like do you mean that year, the MPH year? Both. So, like favorite parts about the program itself, and favorite things about just this year. Okay. So, in terms of the program, um, one of my most enjoyable opportunities was um, the uh, food science nutrition course that I took in my second semester. Um, it was completely virtual, which was actually really nice because. You, the course is basically completely on Zoom. You spend the first half of uh, the day uh, learning about different subjects within nutrition. And then you spend the second half of that uh, like class um, applying, um, those, applying those lessons into the kitchen and cooking up different meals um, based on what you learn. So I don't have too much experience cooking in, uh, like in the past. I had dabbled in it at the start of the pandemic. So that was a really fun opportunity to um, just fine-tune my cooking abilities, but also, like, um, use some knowledge I acquired to make, like, nutritious, healthy meals. Um, so that was really fun. Um, I also made a fair few desserts, which were really delicious, um, and did not think about nutrition as much for, for those dishes. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, outside of uh, the actual program, um, I definitely enjoyed a little more free time. Um, I had several friends who just I hadn't had gotten to see uh, with the pandemic and with medical school. So uh, definitely had more opportunities to be with friends. Um, I got married, as I mentioned, which was great. Um, and yeah, I think I came out the other end having acquired a whole new set of skills. Um, I felt really accomplished. And I also felt like mentally I had a bit of a reset. And I went into completing my fourth year sort of rejuvenated and ready to finish up medical school that's awesome and i think mentioning the part about cooking you know i'm applying to mph now because i love to cook so <laughs> highly recommend so as you guys know we are second year medical students we're still stuck in the woes of foundation phase and uh, working our way towards finishing step one being our seniors i'm curious what has been your favorite part of medical school so far and please don't say something that we've already passed I really actually loved my application phase in Asheville. I'm a huge advocate for going to branch campuses. Um, not only is the administration super supportive, I feel you get a lot of extra time to really just connect with your preceptors and the communities that you're working with. Um, and as someone who really enjoys outpatient care and community health, um, that was one of my favorite parts. Um, I also, um, one of the parts of the MPH we forgot to mention so far is that you get a summer off as part of it. Um, so you get like an extra... <laughs> about two month break before you start the MPH from oh, when you incredible. leave um, nice. right after block four. Um, so I got to visit a very dear friend of mine who is getting her PhD at Oxford and we went hiking in Norway together this summer. Um, and I also had the opportunity to travel to Honduras to work with Shoulder to Shoulder, um, which is a global health organization with the Mayhack Family Medicine and Psychiatry Residency Programs. So there's a lot of cool opportunities both in and out of the medical school that I would encourage you guys to explore. That's amazing, wow. I would say um, one of my favorite things about medical school, now that I see the light at the end of the tunnel before it gets dark again in my residency, <laughs> um, is just the journey. Um, I know that sounds sort of cliche, but you go into medical school knowing that you like healthcare, you like to help people, um, you like science, and 
um, you're really challenged in the foundation phase to like, you know, consume this like fire hydrant worth of knowledge that's just being shot at you all the time. Um, and towards application phase, you're like, oh, wow, like I can see how this knowledge is applicable and how it actually is used in clinical settings. And then by fourth year, like you're really challenged to sort of run with it and there's more responsibility to manage more patients. Um, and you're also given more freedom um, to make uh, management decisions on your own. And now that I'm being challenged to make those decisions and attendings will agree with my decisions, I'm like, wow, like I'm doing it. I'm practicing medicine. And now I'm starting to feel ready for residency, which is exciting. And I don't know, just medicine is such a, a beautiful and cool thing to be able to practice. Um, you make people feel better. And I think that's something that um, is such a privilege and um, we should all try and enjoy, even though it can be really challenging at times. That is so inspiring and exciting to think about as we get closer to finally entering the uh, clinical phase. So thank you for that. Of course. I love both answers. Well, I think that's all the questions that we have for you today, but we would like to leave some room for you to share any other thoughts or insights that you might have about anything really, medical school, life, anything that you want. Um, one comment I would make is something I didn't know before, but if you're doing a leave of absence for any reason, like MPH or research or MBA, um, you can still stay involved with a lot of med school organizations. And I'm a student provider for um, the Shack Gender for Main Care Clinic, and that's been actually one of the biggest highlights of my year um, so far. So I'd encourage you guys, if there's things you really enjoy as part of the medical school, you can definitely continue those um, throughout your leave of absence, no matter what you're doing, and they can really enrich your time. Yeah, I guess I would just add that um, medical schools, it's busy at times. And uh, if you're looking to um, add to your resume with residency and, of course, develop new sets of skills, um, this is a great opportunity to do so. Um, I had only had a few opportunities for research. Um, and I definitely wanted to get more under my belt before starting residency. So this was like the perfect opportunity to do so um, as well as to get involved with like more volunteer work and just those things that like third year sometimes prevents you from doing because you're like in the clinic and then when you get out, you're studying for your shelf exams. So yeah, if you just feel that med school is uh, rushing past you and you're not able to catch your breath, this is a great opportunity to, to do so. Yeah, it's a really nice pause to think about what's mm -hmm. important to you. I think this is a great note to end on. Uh, Fares and Jolene, this has been an incredibly helpful talk. Thank you for sharing some of your time and insight with us. To our listeners, this was Fares and Jolene and a little snapshot into the MPH program here at UNC. My name is Abdul. And my name is Peter. Please remember to follow the Tar Heel Prescription on Instagram to keep up with our speaker highlights and upcoming episodes. Thank you again for tuning in today, and we will see you next time on the Tar Heel Prescription.